Remember this one? Love this song. Yeah. It's old too, eh? I don't know this song, guys. Yeah, you do. My first time. Nah, it's one of those songs that was like big and then just disappeared forever. Oh. Well, and I mean that from like a radio standpoint, I'm sure. It's funny how songs like uh, can disappear forever and then songs like Tub Thumping, Chumbawamba just somehow stay. Like they never go away. (laughs) How is that fair? You don't remember this? Yes. Okay, I remember this. Yes. The band is called The Bravery, and the reason why they ended up on my radar again is one of the guys in the band has a sailboat, and like a lot of people who uh, who sail around a lot and do a lot of sailing is they're trying to post YouTube videos to build an audience. Really? So get, yeah, it's like a big thing. A few people did it really well and were making good money, and they would just sail around the world, and people would uh, join their Patreon accounts and donate money. Oh. And, uh, and people would just post updates on where they were. And it was just sort of like, it's my chance to live vicariously through somebody else who's sailing around the world. That's what you'd want to do, eh? If you like could just drop everything, you won the lottery, you just want to go sail around the world? I would sail, yeah. I don't, you know, some of those big crossings, I don't know how much that interests me. Like the Pacific crossing where you're kind of at sea for four weeks. Mm-hmm. I, if I had a kick-ass sailboat, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it on a boat that's a little like that I could afford. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know? no, no. In this, I'd want to be super rich. You're like, rich. If I, if I won yeah. the lottery and I could buy any boat that I that, that I could handle on my own or with yeah. my family, yeah, hundred percent, I'd want to sail around the world. And yeah. would you be um, living on the boat like permanently? That would be your residence, or well, I'd have condos and places maybe. Right, so you could get off the boat for a little while and yeah. chill out. I don't know. You, you know, if I won the lottery in that way, I would disappear for a couple of years because, from what I understand. People are just coming after you, you know, looking for money. It's true. Like, as soon as it's public that you've won the lottery, everyone comes out asking for money. And it's not even people that you, like, it it might be some, like, maybe it's the yacht club I learned to sail at. You know, oh, our program could really use a boost. And would you mind buying four boats for us? It's it's, not necessarily family. Yeah, or it's the babysitter. Like, oh, I'm going to school, but I can't pay my bills. It's everyone comes to you looking for like a little piece of the action. Mm -hmm. So I think what I'd have to do is just disappear for a while. And that'd be a great way to do it. The only problem is I have teenage kids and I don't know if they would want to do it with me. You know, right, um, right, right, right. Or maybe what I do is I'd, I'd bring like a. Uh, hopefully, the boat would be big enough that I could bring like a, a tutor along bring to do the tutor, homeschooling. Yeah. And then maybe we end up in places, and then we rent hotel rooms, and then the girls could fly their friends in, or who knows what. But I'll tell you right now, I may not send an email that I want a piece of the pie, but I do want a piece of the pie. You want a piece Just of so the you pie. Know. Yeah. You won't a get an email, but uh, it would be great. It would be great. I'll, I'll give you an invite to come join me in one of those destinations I show up in. If even, you don't mind. Even Bundus, too. I'll send you an invite. <laughs> I know you wouldn't want to do it because you don't like to spend any nights away from home. And, uh, you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to, you know, have to use a bathroom. Him in another boat hey, that you've if, never been in. If it's an invite to somewhere fancy off like some tropical island or something. Yeah, yeah he'd be there. Bora Bora. Bora. Make sure to like Bora Bora. You want to fly in? I'll, fly, I'll pay for you to come out here. Uh, anyway, the keyboardist in the group The ba- Bravery uh, has a YouTube channel. Oh. He's like got some 40 some odd foot boat. It's not like an epic yacht or anything, but he's sailing around California nice. and he's posting videos. So I was like, oh, The Bravery. I remember them. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy that, that song is from 2007. Like that—that that seems like a lifetime ago, you know. 
It's well, not that long ago, well, but it is. 15 years ago. Yeah. Yes, it is that That's long ago. 15 years is a lifetime, isn't it? For a 15-year-old, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's that song. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I totally liked the bit bravery, and I never hear them now, like on uh, terrestrial radio or anything. And remember this song here? Let me see if you can... Uh, this was their other big hit song. Well, big hit. Of the two biggest songs, this is the other one. And this song, actually, I think would do better today yeah, than it would Yeah, I was just going to say, this kind of works right now. It's yeah. funny that this sound of, like, alternative rock just disappeared. It mm. was, like, very popular in that mid-late 2000s, and then it just disappeared. We don't hear anything like this anymore. Or if you do hear a song like this, it's The Weeknd's yeah. new song. Yeah. Yeah. Pop side of things. yeah. Let me fast forward a bit. Hang on. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Here it is. Okay, I got a serious question for you guys. This is this is gonna get uh, potentially graphic. Potentially graphic. Yeah. It's going to be a downer? No. The last couple of months, I have had, well, I guess in the last two months, I've had two pregnancy scares <laughs> where, you know, my cycle was a little bit late. Yeah, well. Yeah. And I, talk, I said to my husband, like, shit, you know, I'm late. Yeah. And uh, both times he's had the same reaction. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I wanted to run this by you because both times he's been like, well, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm <laughs> like, what do you mean you wouldn't be well, surprised? I, I wouldn't be surprised either because yeah. you've explained your method of birth control either on the podcast or on our radio show mm-hmm. like more than once. Your method of birth control is just keeping track of things in my head. Which... Um, no, it's not. I have an app. It's the rhythm <laughs> oh. method. Okay, guys? And... Uh, I was under the understanding, well, and I still am, that I, you know, the app, which, by the way, worked when I was trying to get pregnant, um, the app will tell me which window I am uh, fertile. Yeah, when I'm ov- yeah, yeah, when yeah. I'm ovulating. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's other. So I read a book. There's other signals you can look for, and I'm pretty sure I've got it narrowed down to like a window of maybe four days tops. So on those four days, if we end up having sex, I'm usually like, I'll give a, a heads up. Wait like, a by second. the way, I'm I'm super fertile right now. I'll tell them. Can I wait a second? Yes. You'll still have sex without <laughs> protection on the, on the fertile with, on, days. within the four days. Yes. That is insane. Now what if, I'm sorry, it's insane unless you're totally okay with having a baby because you're gonna get pregnant doing that. Because <laughs> because you know even if he doesn't uh, you know finish, there's still the opportunity for things to come out. Well, this is midway. my question. This is where I'm headed with this question yeah. here, guys, because it was my understanding that you are aware. Of Are you your release oh, come and Mora, I, I, Mora, you're I, like the girl that they bring into like your grade eight class, <laughs> and they use you as an example of what not to fucking do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, no, no. I was under the impression if I was in a pool, I couldn't get pregnant because the chlorine would, uh, you know, sterilize no, everything. No, no, no. Of course. Oh, no, wait a second. I stood on my head uh, for, uh, what is it? Like, I, no, I jumped up and down. I jumped up and down I'm after. elevated in my knowledge of my own body. I just was under the impression that men had uh, an elevated knowledge of when they release. Yes, yes, but there is sometimes seepage. Yeah, the, the, the yes. premature ejaculation, the pre uh, Oh, and like when you said you were using, honestly, this is uh, news to me because when you said that you were using the rhythm method, which is you track your ovulation schedule, yes. I thought you were just avoiding sex in that period of ovulation. Well, what you're telling me I is mean, you're just being a little extra sometimes, careful there. Sometimes oh. the sex happens anyways. And you know, like when you have a kid, you take it when you can get it. And also when you're ovulating, you're um, more into the idea of having sex too right like yeah so you know what like, you do in that case what i did before i had a vasectomy is i used a condom right that's what you do so and even further if you don't want to you know if you really want to be extra safe is you pull out still even if you're wearing a condom oh if, if you really want to be extra safe because there's a chance afterwards the condom could fall off depending on how long he hangs around for <laughs> I mean I don't know if you've ever been in that situation you know you keep snuggling for a bit and then all of a sudden you're like oh I Uh-oh. better, I better uh, this is not fitting as well as it once did uh, well uh, you know I just I guess that was uh, news to me a little bit because I was oh, like what do you mean that's shocking what to do me. you mean that is shocking uh, to me you've never heard yeah. Well, no, it's not that I've never heard of it, but um, I just thought there was maybe not, not, you had more self-control over it, I guess. It just comes out, that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you're in somewhere, like the only way you would know would be as if you could like, if, if you had it in your hand, you might be aware. <laughs> but if you're already in something that's damp to begin with. Oh, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You, okay. wouldn't, you wouldn't feel the difference, really. Yeah. You might feel like you're really excited and ready to roll and, you know, just super happy to be there. But, oh, boy. I mean, so, anyways, again. You're like, not pregnant then? I'm not pregnant. That... I'm not pregnant. I got my period in both cases. So, it was fine. But um, it's funny that your husband's like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I know. I was like, what? What do you mean you wouldn't be surprised? So I said, well, you know, maybe we should start thinking about a vasectomy. Well, if you know you don't want to have kids, uh, I would highly recommend that. That's Listen, what I if it happened, and both Matt and I have said, like, if we if it happens, okay, you know, we're fine. We we roll with. You know, it would be a yep. blessing. It would yep. be sweet, and it would be a joy. Um. Are we trying to have kids? No. Am I happy with the way my life is right now? Yes. Um, do I think about like what it would be like to go through that like infant stage and like, the sleep deprivation and all that? Oh my God. And just like how hard it is on your body. I'm like, oh God, I don't well, know if I could do it again. The, right. The longer you take between like, I think the, yes. the, more of an obstacle, it sounds like, you know. Oh my God. Cause you're, yeah, you're not in it anymore. Like, you know, you yeah. climb the mountain once and then like you get to the bottom, like you want to climb a mountain again. You're like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'll climb another mountain. But then like you climb a mountain and then you take six years off. Off, and then you're like, you want to climb a mountain? You'd be like, shit! I I can't even believe I did that the first time. <laughs> That's so you true. Know? So I bring up the vasectomy, and he's like, no. And I understand why he's had so much surgery 
you know, so much scar tissue. Oh, dude, it he is. He does. I know you're saying you're going to downplay it, but there were. You don't even go into a hospital. I know, but he doesn't want to mess with that anymore. I mean, there was there was a time when a doctor told him, like, I don't even know if you're going to work anymore. So I get that he doesn't want to mess with it. I mean, Bundes, you've had a lot of surgery. When you've been there, it's just like, I uh, done. So it's more, uh, we're going to have to find something else. Yeah, yeah. condoms. Tell them the, the other <laughs> option is condoms. Yeah, condoms. Bundes, would you be afraid of having a vasectomy because you've had multiple surgeries for other reasons? Uh, I'm not really. I mean, I'm not. I don't wouldn't say I'm afraid of it. It's not something I'm like looking forward to doing or really want to do. But like he has scars, all like he had yeah. operations on his on his bowel and all that area. This like, is nothing like that. This is nothing <laughs> like that. This is. I would say it feels less invasive. Like I'd almost rather go for a vasectomy than do any kind of dental work. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, really? Yeah, 100%. My vasectomy, I literally went into a see a guy who specializes in this on Fridays. Monday to Thursday, he's like a GP, regular family doctor. Oh, wow. Fridays, he brings people in. He does the and procedure. And he has a little fun. In a family doctor clinic. Like, you get on the same table that they roll that white tape uh, paper really? out on. It's not like a surgery room. No. It, it literally is like a room where, you, I think the difference is maybe there's like, were there stirrups or something to put my leg? I can't remember. I think so. I think my legs were elevated in some way. Mm. Kind of like if you went in for, uh, you know, a, a, a Tap or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in and out of there in less than 20 minutes. Walked out of there. With a bag of ice? Not even. Like they fr- they freeze you a bit. Like they, the, the method that I used, and I don't even know if they, they may have improved it since then. It's no needles. It's not like they stick needles in your testicles or anything like that. They have this injector thing. And it kind of feels like this, someone just kind of taking a rubber band to your, um, to your testicle. Like just a little smack smack kind of thing. And then, and then you start freezing up. And then they do this little procedure. There's no stitches even. <laughs> and then you're out of there you're in less there. than 20 minutes. Right. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a head trip. Right. But that, the worst part of it is the psychological part of it. Like someone's going to be you know, operating on my bag. You know, you're kind of like, ah, it's a bit of a, you got to get your head around that. But then when you're done, you're like, oh, really? I don't know why I was so worried about that. Right. It's nothing. It's not like going in for real surgery at all. You know, I would say is like, um, because I think a guy wearing a condom is a lot easier than a girl doing an IUD yeah. or certainly going on the pill. I mean, if if the pill works for you and that's your method, great. But there are a lot of people that don't like some of the side effects or some people's bodies react differently to the pill. Mm-hmm. And that's like a whole other thing. So yeah. if, it's like, it's like well, you don't have sex uh, during a, a window, mm-hmm. you wear a condom or you get a vasectomy. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to wear an IUD. Yeah. For like, and they put that in for a while, right? Remember our friend we, um, oh, yeah. That we knew that had She had, had one? to have it taken out and it was not. I think good. she, no, she didn't have it taken out. She was having, they, they went she and checked on issues? it. It just took, it was painful at first for her. Yeah. Some people was... have some pain until they get used to it, I guess. Anyways, I'm glad we had this conversation because I was under the impression that it was much more clear. There was much more accuracy involved from a male perspective. <laughs> but now I know. <laughs> I've yeah. gone. I've Your gone analogy, Bundes, is so great. <laughs> yeah, she's the girl they bring into high school class and say, 
You want to know how Maura got pregnant? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but guys, it, again, answer, it worked what? for me. I got pregnant when I wanted to get pregnant, and I haven't gotten pregnant when I didn't want to get pregnant. You sound like you sound you sound like a seventeen year old yeah. who's on one of those shows. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. You know, my teen mom. Right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought I was like, oh guys shit, had full guys, control over that. I'm pregnant. That's what I was thinking. But anyways, yeah. it's all good. So did you, you had to it's do the test? I everything. didn't. I didn't. Oh, you, you just know, waited. Till I just it waited. I'm like, Whatever. you know, it's funny when I was pregnant, I had this feeling, um, this vibration, uh, like I could tell, I could tell I was pregnant without doing the test. There was a vibration from my like lowest, what do they call it? Chakra. I, my Sacred. freaking chakra was vibrating, Bundus. Mm. I know Tucker won't appreciate this, but you will. I could tell. I could tell. It was crazy. It was crazy. So I was not feeling the vibrating chakra. Mm. Uh, I wasn't feeling a life force inside of me. So I was sure I wasn't pregnant. But when you got pregnant the first time, not to rip on your chakra vibrations, but (laughs) did you get pregnant right away the first time you guys really tried? Yes. Yeah. So that's the part I'm like, okay. Why? What? Well, if you'd tried like eight times before that, and then it was on the ninth time that you felt the vibration, it might be like, oh, that's really cool. Otherwise, I just think that you were like, you know, you just... I'm telling you, man. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? Like, I felt the vibration. My period was late. I'm like, I got to take a pregnancy test. I'm sure I'm pregnant. And I was. Mm. I was. Your bundus would believe the vibrations. Oh, for sure. I believe vibrations 100%. Yeah. Every, everything's vibrating. I'm skeptical of that kind of stuff. I just think you'd like, you just were convinced you were pregnant and you like, you know, you felt the vibration, which is like, just like almost like the butterfly <laughs> of it all being like a possibility now know. that you tried for real. I'd be real. so interested. DM me if you were pregnant and you felt vibrations as well. Especially, I would love to hear from someone who tried multiple times yeah. and then felt the vibrations at the time where it actually worked. Yeah. Like how quick after intercourse were the vibrations uh, coursing through your chakra? <laughs> no, you know what? To be honest, I feel like it was almost like we tried for two months. So it wasn't, it, it was a different feeling and a feeling I have never felt before and I haven't felt it since. How, how long after? Uh, the, um, the intercourse to the vibration? Oh if my you're gosh. gonna like measure it in time, would it be days? No. A couple of weeks? A couple of weeks, yeah. yeah. Ah, I mean, that's a human growing inside of you, It's right? a crazy thing. Or, it's or, a crazy <laughs> thing. So this time I was like, I'm not feeling the vibrations. I must not be pregnant, but why is my period late? Anyways, it was just late. It happens, but yeah. rhythm method, eh? You guys, you guys have no self-control. Okay, I wonder if there's like a stat on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably in the teenage pregnancy category. Yeah. The rhythm method. Look, I think the rhythm method is fine as long as you're fine with getting pregnant. And that's like 100% okay. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it would scare me too much. (laughs) That's why I went to a doctor's office and 20 minutes later, they said, you won't have to worry about having kids again. Although they say there's also like a chance it could reattach. Right? Yeah. So that's why um, even... You know, it wasn't that long ago. You will, you may recall uh, this story. Yes. I went and I had things checked again. Yes, you did. Said I just want to make sure yeah. that it hasn't reattached. It's been a few years, mm-hmm. and uh, and they said, yeah, no, it's still sterile. Interesting. Very interesting. We've learned a lot this podcast, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so Matt won't do it. Um. 
No, he won't. Would he wear a condom? Because you should, I mean, he has such a large scar, it's insane. You know, I thought you were going to say he has such a large, large penis. penis. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a condom would fit. You yeah, can't go yeah, to the, yeah, uh, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, be shocked. Yeah. They're going to take <laughs> pictures for textbooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does not want to subject himself to that. <laughs> we need to photograph this. Some <laughs> <laughs> fucking baby T-Rex arm down there. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm thinking about who I could work with for your maternity leave. <laughs> I'm better not start pregnant. Looking. Better I'm start not pregnant. I'm thinking about who I would want to line up to join the show <laughs> and the podcast. By the way, I uh, haven't forgot about coming up with a name for the podcast, and we have been getting uh, the yes. odd suggestion here and there. Thank uh, you for we, those. We just haven't like planned a meeting where we sit down and really like hammer out the suggestions we've been getting but we've been getting some good ones we got the tucker amora take two coming up next thanks for checking out the podcast as always My daughter's getting into telling jokes, guys. The other day, we're on the car, we're on the 401, and she had a zinger. And I'm like, that's it! That's humor! You figured that's it out? That's funny! <laughs> I think I got, I think I got a Ricky Gervais on my hands here. Yeah? I think I got a real comedian. Okay? Are you ready uh-huh. for this? What she said? It's pretty good. So she made this joke up. She created this joke. This Wasn't was not something a, some... she heard in the schoolyard, anything like no, that. No, she came up with it on the spot. So, <clears throat> have you guys heard of Square Boy Pizza? Get on board with yeah. the Square Boy Pizza. It's, gotcha. a, it's a square, and it's delicious. All right. So there's one in Brighton, which is close to our cabin, and we're on the 401. We see a Square Boy truck heading down the 401, Square Boy Pizza. And my husband, Matt, who loves Square Boy Pizza, says, Oh, I know where that truck's going. That's going to Brighton. <laughs> and my daughter says, That truck's going bright in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, yes! <laughs> now that is a funny joke. Did she say, no, it's not going there. That truck's going, going bright, bright in my, my mouth. mouth. <laughs> that's a nice play on words. I thought that was... <laughs> yeah, for a five-year-old, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I, like, I would make that joke. <laughs> it's going bright in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course, I loved it a bit more than yeah. the average person, but I'm yeah. a mom. I was proud. I, was I, proud. Used to, I used to have a very similar joke I would tell, not when I was five. As an adult, I'd be like, oh, you like biscotti? Aren't you like a bit of scotty? <laughs> you know, because uh, my name is Scott. Yeah, you like biscotti, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, like a bit of scotty, scotty on you want your a bit of plate scotty? over yeah. there? <laughs> I would usually only tell that joke to my wife. Oh, and you'd you also know. like do something. Well, it would involve an action. It was usually a little rude, you know, but in a fun. Have a look way. at this. That's what I'd like a bit of Scotty right there. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that, my new That's lame. That's I mean, lame. it's it's kind of the same joke that your daughter told. Like it's just a is point. it the Brighton joke is much funnier.
Uh, you know what? Then the biscotti. I, I don't I, I'm going to weigh in on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Funness is going to weigh in on this. All right. You got two jokes here. You got a five-year-old who says... It's going bright in my mouth. Bright in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm it, still laughing about it. Yeah, it's funny. That is that is really clever for a five-year-old to come mm. up with that. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a bit of Scotty. Uh, and we got a... Uh, you like biscotti. And- how I'm would you like a bit of biscotti, a bit of scotty, and yeah? Um, <laughs> I mean, huh? I can tell right there. I mean, I, I think just, we know. Yeah, I think we know. I think we heard it in his voice. No, no, no. I think, I think <laughs> yeah. the bright in my mouth yeah. is a funnier joke because it came from a five-year-old. Well, of course. <laughs> Versus my mouth, the bit of scotty, which is like but. the oldest joke that has been done yeah. to death by you, every dude you in can't the world. Even Claim no. ownership on that. Every guy who's named Scotty no. has used the biscotti no analogy. One hundred percent. If your no name way. is Scott, text there's, the show. There's no way you've ever heard that. Okay, you heard those two jokes and you didn't know the age of the people who came up with them, <laughs> and you were trying to be objective about it. You just see them. You, yeah. Maybe you hear them from that stupid voice that's on every TikTok video. Right. I, I gotta admit, brighten my mouth is like a classic <laughs> dad joke. Yeah. That like that. that it stands the test of time. It's surprising. Yeah. You're like, how is she going to make this funny? Brighten my mouth. A biscotti. <laughs> biscotti is like, it's rude, though. That Dad jokes aren't rude like that. That's like you can't tell that joke in front of some people because they'll be offended by it. Yeah, which is, on the whole, why I think the brighten my mouth is a better joke. Yeah. Yes. Five-year-old wins. <laughs> now, could you combine them both and be like, oh, we're in Brighton right now? Well, why don't you have some biscotti and put yeah. it bright in my <laughs> mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Sure, I, I wouldn't make that joke, but you can. You know, we were just talking about how Mora's five-year-old came up with a pretty funny joke the other day while they were in the car. Mm-hmm. Nice play on words. Nice little play on words. There was a square boy pizza truck on its way to Brighton. And my husband says, I know where that truck's going because he loves square boy pizza. It's going to Brighton. And my five-year-old said, that truck's going Brighton my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. And you know what, though? I, I think about it. You know what I'm so happy about? I'm so happy that like the forward joke telling is done on email. Like, do you remember that phase of email? No, it was usually like people would forward you written out jokes, <laughs> and you'd be like, and they would often be long, uh-huh. and uh, like it would usually come from an old relative or something that still appreciates a good old fashioned <laughs> joke. It you came know? across something and they wanted to send and they send it out in a big email chain to everyone. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then and you see it and it's like forward, 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 because it's been forwarded like 18 times to everyone in the family back and forth. That was <laughs> it was like the fr- first level of spam before companies were spamming you. It was your relatives with terrible jokes. What, what about those uh, emails that you get that like would say like if you want if you don't forward this to the like X oh. many people you'd have 
bad luck. Or, yeah, uh, oh, they still exist. Worst, yes. they, it's, now you know what it is. It's uh, the big thing, and I feel bad, but it's like the Facebook post. If you're still on Facebook, someone will be like, "I'm trying to see who my real friends are, uh, the people who really read this uh, message." And by the way, mm. um, you know, cancer's terrible, and 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 so like they they get into this like cancer story or something, and I don't necessarily have it, but I know people who do. And if you're affected, I want you to copy this post and then comment that mm-hmm. you read it. And mm-hmm. then it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm mm-hmm. not like, it's it's, it's spam. spam. <laughs> but they're, they're appealing to everybody's like trying to pull on their heartstrings in the process. And of course, cancer's bad. And of course, the stories are like dramatic and heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But enough. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know if I'm seeing your posts, first of all, the algorithm's in control of that. Second of all, like just say, hey, comment that you read this. Not now post it on your thing. It doesn't count if you don't post it. They're like, post this! <laughs> yes. Um, a pair of cows were talking in the field, Maura. Mm-hmm. One says, have you heard about the mad cow disease that's going around? The other one says, yeah. Makes me glad I'm a penguin. Huh? <laughs> That was awful. Yeah, these. Are, this is honestly. Is this one you got? I, I just, I just, no, I just looked the hundred funniest jokes from the Shut last hundred up. years. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst. One? Yeah, I'll give you one more. Okay. Uh, once uh, my father came home and found me in front of a roaring fire. That made my father very mad, as we didn't have a fireplace. <laughs> like. If this, if this, these are this, supposed to be the I'm, best jokes, I'm just telling you, like the era of the old school, like grandpa telling you a joke or something, that is done, and probably leave it to the professionals is the best way to go. You know, uh, Casey, like Harvest, like your daughter, like Harvest. my daughter. Yeah, yeah, she's a professional. Casey just texted us. She says, "Guys, my dad still sends me those email oh. chains, and then he gets mad when I tell him I saw it on Facebook already." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tucker and Mora, Bundes and Mora are making fun of me because I'm excited to watch The Bachelor today because I PVR'd it last you night. You missed it last night. Don't spoil anything for me. <laughs> you guys, what are you, if you're not watching The Bachelor, what are you watching, Bundes? I watched the show called Archive 81 on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like a nerd show. Archive 81. Oh, but have you guys gone through Archive 81 yet? It was, or are you still was, on uh, 80? <laughs> no, I'm working on number 80, Maura. Uh, actually, I'm at 75. Well, you better step it up. Okay. Archive need, what? What number did you we say? We need 81. you to I be, can't be ready for 81. You need to be ready for 81, Tucker. Guys, it's the number one show on Netflix. <laughs> oh, is it? Amongst oh. nerds? What's the number two show? Archive 80? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on the first 10 archives. I don't know. I didn't know it went that high. Now I feel like giving up. I can't put in that kind of time. You know, you ever get into a show and you're like, what? There's eight seasons in this show? Oh, I, I don't get into a show that has eight seasons. Yeah. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Forget well, don't it. get into Archive 81. <laughs> okay. What's the show about, Bundes? You can tell us. Uh, this, this woman who's like an archivist, uh, she takes a job kind of like... Doing archiving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, this is so predictable. Uh, Let me guess where this is headed. <laughs> All of a sudden, one of the archives is missing. She's got to track it down. Has anyone seen number 81? I've got 80 here and I've got 82. I'm missing My 81. day is ruined. I was supposed to meet Sharon for lunch. And now I'm way behind on all the archiving. 
Who coming was in up, here before me? Coming up on tomorrow's episode. <laughs> okay. Oh, I found it. <laughs> yeah. I found it. Season over. Yeah. Okay. okay what sorry. is it? Sorry. Woman gets a job <laughs> as an archiver. Yep. Yeah. So she's, she goes to this building where, where she's doing this like... Uh, this filing cabinet. Library, guess. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she has a video camera and she's kind of recording her interviews with all the different people in the building. And it turns out that there's something... Uh, like a deep dark secret about this building uh there's a cult that's involved and oh. she kind of captures some weird things on this footage and it kind of takes you down this little mystery road of okay. this cult yeah ah. but not based on true events right no it's a Just fictional like, story it's yeah. yeah not yeah yeah do they uh everyone uh, who lies do they kill them or anything like in squid game or uh, <laughs> nothing anything like that squid yeah yeah there's there's some death in it yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a good show. So she's working in the building that used to have the cult in it. Uh, Or still does. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to open up a trap door in the floor. (laughs) Group of people down there. (laughs) Still there. You figured it out more. There's Archive 81. (laughs) Yeah, they're all just looking through folders and files, (laughs) manila envelopes. They're looking for it. Yeah. Well, actually, what's really happening is is a younger kid in, like, this woman is in the 90s, right? She's doing this back in the 90s. And the the place burns down in a fire. So these tapes need to be restored. So this young boy in, in, in like, modern time is hired to restore these tapes. So he's watching the videotapes of this woman doing this job. And he's kind of, like, seeing that she found something weird out and watches like this this crazy thing happen and he's trying to figure it out in like the present day what happened back then Ooh. it's pretty interesting ah uh, yeah 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 mm-hmm. honestly you like not, your version he, he did not sell it on me at all <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> how old was the old timey part of it uh 1994 oh okay so it's got 88 percent on rotten tomatoes okay. yeah yeah all right could be good could be all good right. Google Trends say there is a new number one back-in-style search this week. You're going to be seeing this in all the stores, baby. Okay, so this is a phrase. This is a back-in-style search that Google Trends say people are searching for. It's the number one back-in-style search this past week. And it is our bell bottoms back in style. Oh no! And the answer, mm. my friends, no. is hell yes. Yeah, it's big. Okay, get on board or be a loser. It's up to you. Can we not wait until at least the winter weather is done, oh, so you we have don't have to. to worry about them dragging all over the ground? You have to. You can't really wear them. With the snow and the salt, it's just a, it's just going to ruin them. But I'll tell you, it looks like they're a little bit higher than normal. Like it used to be that the bell bottom would cover your entire shoe. It looks like the bottom is raised a little bit on some of these styles, anyways. Mm. So you can see them in the stores. Like Target in the U.S. was carrying bell bottoms, which kind of like spurred this whole are these back in style. But now they're kind of just calling them extreme flare. Extreme flare. I was going to say, like, are flares the same as bell bottom, or are flares more gradual and bell bottoms are more pronounced at the bottom? Bell bottoms are more pronounced at the bottom, and they come in at the knee. So flare works, but like flare is going to be a more subtle look. You need the extreme flare, my friend. All right. By the way, Bunnis, you think you'd be happy with bell bottoms? Like you get a little self-conscious about. Uh, oh yeah, your, your calves. calves. 
they because you got one that's uh, bigger than the other because of the accident. So you think the bell bottom would just it'd, it'd be like hidden in the bell? It definitely gives more room in the leg, but like I cannot stand the way like boot cut flared jeans look on dudes. Unless you're a cowboy man, like it just it's not a good look. <laughs> okay, I think you can pull it off. All I th- all I think about is like the true religion boot cut super stitch ones, like from yes. from like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I just think about like. A dad wearing like a white shirt that's untucked over these true religion jeans, and he's got pointy toe Steve Madden shoes on, and I know think he looks look. cool, and it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> I cannot stand it. I don't ever want to see that again. Okay, so what do you want in a pair of jeans? You well, want to wear so your? Judgmental. I know. You're so judgmental. I don't mind a pointy toe shoe, Bondes. No, that is just you- the worst look. It is every forty-five-year-old dad's thing of thinking that's what. Cool is. It's not cool. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do that look. And it's then bad. you put the blazer on on it's, top. It's so yeah, bad. It's, it's bad. So bad. It's bad. Uh, okay. So what, what? What's worse though? Okay. If you have guy who's wearing dress pants like the suit, mm-hmm. but he's trying to look cool with some uh, kicks, like has some sneakers on. Like say uh, yeah, yeah. Aaron O'Toole, the politician. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like look young <laughs> and cool, so I'll wear a suit, but I'll wear running shoes, you know. <laughs> So would you you rather jeans with, like, extra shiny dress shoes or (laughs) dress pants with, like, super toned down, like, kicks? Kicks. I will take Aaron O'Toole wearing, like, white Reeboks in a suit (laughs) over dad in his true religions, his white untucked Gucci shirt, and his pointy black Steve Madden's, get out of here, bud! You can't tuck that shirt in, you'll see the gut! Yeah, it's it's gotta be untucked. It's gotta be loose. Extra long, extra long! Awful! Okay, also back in style, and we know this already, fanny packs. I feel like they've been in style for, like, the last, I don't know, two, three years. Uh, Banana clips are back in style which is like those really long, wide clips that you can clip your hair up if you have a lot of hair. Yeah, I see those. Yep. Uggs. Yeah. My Uggs daughter just got some Uggs. Did those she? Things. Yeah, for Christmas. And members-only jackets? Yes! What's right. a members-only jacket? You know, oh. like uh, Steve in uh, Stranger Things, that jacket that he wears? Yes. That's a members-only. It's only. like a step up from a K-Way. It almost has like a thin yeah. liner in it, but oh. it's that K-Way material. Hot. Mini collar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Bumbus has been looking for a members-only jacket oh, yeah? for the last little bit, I think. Great, man. Yeah. Super stylish. I want you to tell me if you think this would be a relationship red flag, and I need some instant feedback on text. I kind of just found myself going down a rabbit hole of, um, of uh, video game special chairs for video gaming. We were talking about how Post Malone has one of those super nerdy uh, ergonomic gaming chairs because he's so into video games. <laughs> and I thought to myself, like... If you just started dating someone, okay? This yes. is what I want to know. Okay. If you just started dating someone, you go over to their place for the first time, and you see they've got a gaming chair with like a wheel and pedals attached to it. So it's like they, you know, when they sit in their car, when they're racing on the video game, they got a seat and a wheel and pedals at home, you know? To control everything. Yeah. See, I want the chair so I could put my flight stick and throttle and get the pedals. And then I'd like to be able to swap in a wheel from time to time if I wanted to play a driving game. It would be great. Luckily, I mean, I'm not single. I don't have to worry about it. But I wonder if that'd be a super vibe crush if Bundes ends up single with a gaming (laughs) chair in his place. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just feel like that's a big uh, nerd alert. That's a big, if I was into gaming as well then maybe I'd be like, oh, now we're on the same page. But for me, 
Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I find things that are ergonomic usually look ridiculous. You know, they got that ergon. It's like uh, shoes that older people wear that are ergonomically designed. They never look good. You know this. Come on, Butness, If you were single, yeah. okay, and you were gonna buy a house and you had the space for one of these racing chairs, because I know you'd love to have one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We all would. Would you get one, or would you be afraid that people would be like? This guy's a loser. I'm out of here. No, I wouldn't care. Like, uh, especially if I had a house where, like, I had a basement where I could set this up and it wasn't in plain view. Would you hide it though? Would you like keep it from them on the first few dates? I, I wouldn't like go out of my way to show, but I wouldn't care. I think the biggest problem is like if you are into something, the worst thing you could do is walk it back on a date. Like, if I'm on a date with you, um, and they're how do I describe it? They're called poo tests. You know what I mean? And okay, basically, what I've never has, heard of this. <laughs> yeah, it's All a right. thing. It's a real thing. Hang on, okay, everybody. hold on. About to be, uh, What's <laughs> schooled on? Uh, I, I know you're using a more correct term, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a. It's okay. like a. It's an S test. Okay, S-test. Well, what, okay, what are you yeah. talking about here? So generally. Uh, what happens is is a, a women check their man's confidence all the time, and the way they do this is is just saying something simple. It could be something like, "Oh, oh I was talking to John at the office today. He's so funny," and it's all about how you react to that. Uh. And if you get jealous or if you kind of go like, "Well, who's John?" You fail the <laughs> test immediately. Oh yeah, people do that. A hundred percent. I'm sure your wife does it to you all the time. I see my mom do it to my dad. It, and it doesn't matter how long you've been with someone. Yeah. They will. Uh, women will always check their man just to make sure they're still with that 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 guy. Like you know. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so how so, does the gaming chair fit into this lesson? The, the point is, if I'm like on a if I'm on a date with somebody and gaming comes up, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like to play video games, and she's like, oh my god, you play games? That's so not cool. And I'm like, oh well, but yeah, not all the time, ah. just sometimes. I've immediately lost. Now in her eyes, I'm a lamp. I'm not a sexual object. Right, okay. you lost you, your swag. Yeah. You have to be confident. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. If yeah, you're that's a, a gaming chair. Or if you're, yeah, you, of course it's a gaming chair. What you don't game, then you're the loser. I don't know if I can date you. You have to. Uh-huh. You always have to be confident okay. in whatever it is in your life. So new lady comes home, you're showing her around the place. She's like, oh, I want to see the basement. You're not going to be like, oh, no, another time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Damn Com- right, that's a gaming chair. <laughs> yeah. Confidence. Yeah. Okay. I'm sitting it, I'll spin you around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Megan says, I think the chair's probably a hot sex place. Totally. Whoa! Well, I've, yeah, you, you'd have to sit on the wheel. I don't know how that would work. I, I guess if you strip things down, you know, you take off the gear, some of the gear, you might be able to use it as a the armrest. chair. Like, the yeah. Cameron says it seems like more is afraid of being comfortable. Anyone who's turned off by one of my hobbies can walk out the door. <laughs> I wouldn't agree to that. Anyway, uh, let us know how you feel about that. Is that a turn off, or people just got to get over it? What's going on, Tracy? I'm going because I have a, a brief story about the S test. The S test that Bundes was yeah. referring oh, to, all right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's actually just recently, like the other night. So on a dating app, I, um, you know, matched with somebody. So then in the evening, it's like, how's your evening? I just sat down. He says, I just sat down with a glass of wine and a book. I'm like, well, that's nice. I'm settling in, too. And I'm good, just going to start The Bachelor. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, well, how's he going to handle this? He says, oh, my. And I'm like, okay. He's sitting like, down with a book. You're watching The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so did you put that out there just to test him? Not so much, but I guess it turned. 
turned into this test because mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, can he not just banter and say, oh, no way, you're not watching The Bachelor, are you? Like, turn it into a banter and I'll be like, well, you know, it's just wasting time. It's a cold night, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like, just see if he has a sense of humor mm. or any type of, like, bantering because, you know what, I don't need Mr. Serious Wine and Book. I like that because mm. I like to read and drink a glass of wine. But I don't want Mr. Serious either. Yeah. So I- what was his yeah. judgment of you watching The Bachelor? Well, he said, oh, um, maybe I can overlook that, is what he said. Yeah. Stiff. Stiff. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Are you really that serious with your, you know, wine and book? It's all good. You'll, you're like, good luck with finding someone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, weighing in on this. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. So, Bunnis, you, you think my wife does little tests with me and I don't even know it? Is that what you're insinuating? Like, I, or like? I think, I mean, like, through my experience in dating and, like, from what I've seen, all women do this to men. It is like a, <laughs> like a biological thing that dates back to, like, the cavemen era. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And... It, I saw, I was hanging out with Peter today. That guy can really throw an axe. Oh, that guy's spear throwing is amazing. Have you, you know, seen like, his cave? It's all it's really huge. clean. It's really clean. And then just to see if you're jealous, oh, it, it, it's you're not, hanging out with Peter. It, it's not just about jealousy, but like from the studies that I've read on it, it it's yeah. it's this like maternal instinct of, of, of a woman to go like, can this man protect me and my children? And if he can't even stand up to me and like whatever grievance I have, is he going to be able to fight the saber-toothed tiger that's going to attack us? Or is he going to back down to that? It's like this biological thing buried deep, deep down inside, according mm. to these studies that I've read. Okay. And- <laughs> We're watching the show now. <laughs> Linda has hidden a spider in the cave. She's waiting to see if David, when he comes home, if he'll be able to crush the spider or not. <laughs> And if he can't, it means... <laughs> you can laugh at all you want, man. Imagine like a reality TV show I, set in caveman era. I want to see the reality show where Bundus fights the saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the guy who fights the saber-toothed tiger and wins gets all the ladies. Oh, yeah. yeah, no doubt about no it. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. They want to be protected, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, obviously, like we've changed and things like social dynamics have changed, but that that basic principle is still there, and I've applied it in dating, and mm. I've noticed that when I cave, I lose the girl, and when I am just super firm in my own positions and my own confidence, sure. I always get the girl. I think confidence that, is key in I, anything. I think that yeah, works. Yeah, I yeah. was just gonna say it works for jobs, it works for dating, yeah. it works for yeah. everything. Yeah. Com- just, yeah, if you got a chair. You can't be hiding it behind a like a panel, and, and then she discovers it. That's super creepy. Yeah. Be proud of oh, your chair. Oh, that chair. Don't look over there. <laughs> that gaming chair in my basement. How did that get there? Oh, I'm holding it for a friend. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't have space for it. I told him he could leave it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you bring up work, and that's a good point. Like, mm. no one wants to follow a leader when you're like, what should we do? And they're like, I don't even know. You know, you want them to have a plan. <laughs> it may not be the right plan, but you want them to be confident with a plan. Yes. And then they, you know, maybe they sink or float, but guys, I don't know. I'm uh, at a loss here. (laughs) No one wants to follow that leader. Got some food news for you guys. Food news? Yeah. Hit me with it. Little Caesars partnering with the uh, new Batman movie. Oh, yeah. Hot and ready. In the dark. 
Uh, <laughs> this is like your dream partnership, isn't it, Bundus? <laughs> yeah. Pizza and Batman. I was born hot and ready in the dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where is it? Where's the hot and ready? <laughs> well, they, and I don't know if this is going to be everywhere. I hope we're going to see this in Canada. They're putting out a bat shaped calzone pizza. Yes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, please. When Gotham City needs me, just hold up your pizza. <laughs> and I'll be there. Uh, oh, God. Alfred, do you smell that? That's the smell of a hot and ready. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's in trouble and needs me to come help. <laughs> Eat their pizza with them. While we watch the Batman on their sweet 65-inch new 4K HDR. Yeah, I'll bring the beers. <laughs> Batman's a bit different in this new one, eh? He just yeah, likes yeah. to sit on the couch, <laughs> eat pizza, <laughs> drink beer. He sounds like heavier for some reason, too. <laughs> just like kind of slobby, you know? <laughs> well, Tucker. Sounds like he's let himself go. <laughs> he might be half in the bag, too. Like, I don't know if he's on prescription drugs or, we- or alcohol, but he definitely doesn't sound himself. No. Well, you know, ever since I signed this deal with Little Caesars, <laughs> there's been a lot of hot and ready that have been raised. There's so many hot ready. calls to answer, you know. <laughs> yeah, he has been working on his like gadgets and stuff. He's been working on food, snack food. <laughs> so many hot and ready's. Yeah. That are just ready to be eaten. I hope we get that. I hope we get that. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Why has a car company hired Hans Zimmer? You know. The legendary Hollywood film composer. Why would they hire him? How many reasons? A car, do you want? Yeah, a car company. Yeah, a car uh, fresh from his Golden Globe Award for Dune, the soundtrack. Hans Zimmer, the legendary composer extraordinaire. Yeah, has teamed up with BMW. Smart to create a whole soundscape when you slide into their uh, electric vehicles. Oh. You know how some cars make a sound when you get in? Yeah. Well, Hans Zimmer is working on the perfect sound when you step into their cars. Oh my God, is this Hans? This is, of course, this is Hans. What do you mean, <laughs> is this Hans? This is when Matthew McConaughey is stepping in another dimension! <laughs> Which is what I'm sure BMW wants you to feel when you step into one of their electric cars. Yeah, yeah, you step into the car and this is the soundscape that is holding you like a baby. You're in the fetal position. I might start tearing up every time I get into that damn car. Oh my God. Is it not so smart? It's totally smart. Well, you know why they did this. Uh, Prior to hiring Hans Zimmer, when you stepped into a BMW, you'd hear this. What is love? (laughs) Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. (laughs) And then the car would admit the smell of... Cologne. Extreme cologne. Extreme cologne. (laughs) You just get this cologne mist over you. Oh, God. And then they (laughs) inject you with adrenaline so you drive like a jerk. (laughs) They're trying to rebuild.
they fired Hathaway. They brought in Hans Zimmer. I see. I see. I didn't know. I didn't know Hathaway had the gig before Hans. But anyways, you know the sound when you step into cars. He uh, Hans is going to be crafting that. He's going to craft signature audio sounds for acceleration, deacceleration, soundscapes tailored to each driver. You have the ability to shut it off because Hans also believes in the power of silence. And when you're driving an electric vehicle, silence is like kind of cool, right? Like you're like, wow, I can't even hear the engine of this car. This is going to be you. What is this from? This? Professor Bundes. Let's quiz the professor. Is that Gladiator? You're damn right it is! <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yes! It's called Now We Are Free to Drive Our BMW! Hans says, when I write music for a film, I write for the protagonist. When I write for a car, I imagine the driver and the experience of the drive! They brought in the expert, man. Anything to rein in those BMW drivers and just, you know, put them in a little less of an aggressive stance. That's, uh, I'm, around. No, I'm on board with that. Be careful how much body spray you use. It could cost you a nipple. And this is a true story. A 19-year-old student at the University of Liverpool is going viral after telling the story of how Axe body spray made his nipples fall right off. Oh, boy. That's He's getting the- ready for a big night out. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you know you've used too much, right? Go a little here. A little there. Oh, oh boy. down here. Oh. Mm. Mm. I've, ne- I've never actually used body spray before. Bundus? Uh, Bundus has had a lot of experience with body a spray. body spray? Last time I used body spray was like uh, like in school, like during gym class, like after if you don't have like time to shower, like the, oh, the dudes yeah. would like body spray down pretty hard. <laughs> was it just was it just armpit deodorant? They would spray in other places or would they have like Axe or one of those no, full it, on, you know? Yeah, it was like Axe body spray and like you don't just hit your armpits, like you do your whole body. The whole yeah. You just do the whole thing. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So this did happen to this guy when he was in high school. Okay. He was 15. A dare was involved, Bundus. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in the locker room when a friend dared him to empty two full cans of Axe body spray right on his nipples. That that is not using as directed. Now, the point was to see if he could take the cold, because when you spray it, it's it's ice cold, because it's under pressure in the can. Sure. (sighs) So two full cans of Axe body spray, one on each nipple. That's insane. I mean, that's essentially like going to the dermatologist when they have to burn off a ward or something, When you're freezing something, yeah. Yeah, with that liquid nitrogen kind of. Yes. Yeah. Guy toughs it out. Had a boy. Finishes the dare by letting them empty both cans of the body spray directly onto the nipples. I'm sure he stopped feeling it after a few seconds. Like it probably just got so frozen. Here's where things get crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if it hasn't already gotten yeah. crazy. The friend who 
brought up the deer in the first place decided to flick the very frigid oh. nipples. Ooh, there it goes. Oh, and then it, it just went flying. <laughs> Both of them gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them gone. He froze his nipples right off. And now he's just left with a dark scar where they used to be. He thinks it's funny and has no regrets. I'd be like, oh my God, never ever do a dare in a locking room, in a locker room that involves like cans of things. Never. I just, I love his attitude. He's just like, yeah, man, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. What did he get out of this? Uh, well, he went viral. He went viral. <laughs> I mean, that's all people want these days. I actually have a clip of the guy. You want to hear him? You have a clip of him? Yeah, okay. I just found it. I was Googling. That's <laughs> spray. Okay. Mm. He's going to play Sluter, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just living for the now. We're just trying to roll with the boy. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for, we're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do it when it closes. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just trying to have the best chip we can. We're just trying to make with what, what we, we have, have right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that, right. that's him. That's him. That's that guy. It's Tucker and Maura in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.